on this episode of not a status quo podcast we discuss the nba playoffs Welcome to a Not A Status Quo podcast. I'm your host, Nisha, and as always, we have a great show for you. We're going to be talking about the NBA playoffs, so let's get to it. First up, let's talk about the Knicks and Hawks series. So yeah, my predictions have been not that great. Not that great at all. I honestly expected the Knicks and Hawks series to go to seven games. I thought the 4-5 seed is always a fun seed to watch. Always a fun series, and unfortunately, Trey Young had other plans. The man was just <laughs> a beast. Mr. Trey Ice Cold Young is what they call him. I will say that I don't know what I was thinking picking New York. Actually, I do. I was going for the underdogs. You know, I saw that Randall had a great year. It's their first time back in the playoffs. I thought the crowd would be into it and just kind of give them momentum to win those games. However, I was wrong, and I would never pick a New York team well, I can't necessarily say never because technically the Nets are a New York team, even though technically I think that they're more of a married into type team that they really are from New Jersey. But anyway, moving forward, I saw the F. Altuve chance. Y'all need a life. Seriously, get a life. Unreal. Get a life. Yeah, I thought I thought it would be better. You know, it's New York, the concrete jungle. There's nothing that they can't do wrong. They can't win. They can't win a series. <laughs> but I, I think the Knicks would be a little bit better. I definitely think that they've made their case for getting a superstar to come to their team. I don't know what superstar is going to come, but they have definitely made their case. Hopefully, if that happens, they're able to keep that core because they have a really bright future. Um, Clint Capella, Trey Young, super happy for them advancing. They're going to be a problem. I'm looking at this Philly and Atlanta Hawks series that's coming up. And before I dive into that real quick, I do want to address that Philly did beat Washington, which was expected. Took them a little bit longer. I thought that they might sweep them, but I think I said they would win in five. Or did I say four? I can't remember. But they got it done. Joel Embiid did, however, get hurt. And it's going to be the biggest factor when it comes to this Atlanta Hawks and Sixers series. I don't want to say that if Joel Embiid doesn't play that they're automatically losing the series because I just think that that's a disrespect to the entire team itself. They still have a superstar on their team. They've added some really key pieces with Tobias Harris, Seth Curry. So I'm not going to sit there and say that they can't win a series without Joel Embiid, but it will be very difficult for them to do that, especially against a team like the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I will say that if you play around like the Lakers played around with their food, in words of Giannis, you will open the door up for the Atlanta Hawks to take this series. I still think that Philly could win, especially if Joel Embiid plays, He, it's they'll definitely win. But if Joel Embiid does not play, it's going to be very difficult for them to win. And I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta takes this series with Joel Embiid out three or four games. It's going to be a, a, a next man up when it comes to Philly. Ben Simmons is going to have to be the leader of this team. And Doc Rivers is going to have to make some adjustments and really coach his ass off if he wants to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. Because these Atlanta boys ain't playing. They ain't playing. Another matchup that I thought would pan out a little differently was 
face the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. I did have the Blazers winning in six. I got the the game right, just not the team right. Um, the Joker really he made his case for MVP. I don't care what everybody's saying. They saying it's a season award. No, it's not because y'all taking too long to announce it. Everyone knows that you're looking to see what the player does during the playoffs. But ultimately, I think that he's gonna win. He he's made his case. Um, the fact that he's able to move his team on to the next round without, in my personal opinion, Jamal Murray is their leader. Um, he is a co-leader, but, and he's making his case as to why he's more than just a co-leader, that he is that guy, he is that leader, and just very impressive. He's led his team, they made the proper adjustments, and they beat the Portland Trailblazers. I really like their coach, you know, basically letting them know like, hey, pushing his team, you're soft, you're doing this, you're doing that. That's a good coach. He knows, you know, how to get a fire under his team and it worked and they wind up winning and closing out games, which is something that the Trailblazers had a really difficult time doing (laughs) in the last couple of games. Um, Game five was crazy. Double overtime, Damon Lillard going off as usual. He did not get any help though. CJ McCollum was really nowhere to be found throughout this entire series. Nurkic kept getting into foul trouble at the wrong time and there was just really no one stepping up in my personal opinion to help Lillard and I definitely think something needs to change speaking of change Terry Stouts was fired from the Portland Trailblazers just a day ago not sure who the next coach of the Portland Trailblazers will be I know that Damian Lillard expressed that he wanted Jason Kidd but Jason Kidd has stated that he will not be applying for that job I don't know if um if they're going to necessarily make a huge blow up but that team definitely needs to be blown up new fresh players need to be brought into Portland otherwise Damian Lillard needs to leave and go to another team um I saw that there was talks about the Knicks and the Clippers and some other teams and I just thought to myself can you imagine Damian Lillard with Kawhi Leonard and if you're able to keep Paul George in the in that process wow I don't know how that's gonna work with the cap (laughs) but if you're able to keep those three people and have at least a decent bench that that's gonna be nice to watch definitely some changes coming to Portland whether they're getting new players or Damian Lillard is leaving one of the two is happening for sure and I don't think CJ McCollum will be a blazer next year if he is I'll be surprised but I just think that that backcourt's time has come and it's time to go a different direction the other series that I wanted to talk about was the Bucks and the Heat. I truly, truly thought that the Heat would at least win a game. I thought I had them winning, I think, two games. And they didn't win nothing. Giannis wasn't playing. He's like, I'm done with these games. I am trying to win and get it done with. And he got his revenge on the Heat. Uh, I think it was either Kenny or Chuck said that the Milwaukee Bucks was a better playoff team. And that was the thing that I was kind of getting to in the last episode where I said the addition of PJ Tucker was very important because it allows some of the other players to not necessarily defend. So for example, Middleton, I think that helps him a lot. It helps Drew Holiday sometimes as well, where you don't necessarily have to spend your energy on helping guarding this player. If you have PJ Tucker there to help and to rebound, that's really all you need because you have Giannis, you have Middleton, you have Holiday, you have your scores. If you can do that part that maybe they lack, then you've made this team 10 times better. I can understand when they said, oh, well, they're a better playoff team. I definitely think so. I don't see them beating the Nets. I know that I think it was Chuck and Kenny who said the net, the the Bucks would beat the Nets. I do think that rebounding is going to play a huge role in this series, but I just don't see like the defense that they would play on 
on the nets, it's hard, you know, because PJ is going to have to take somebody and Duran is ridiculous. So it's kind of one of those things where I think you have to make a choice. Do you focus on Kyrie and Harden and try to slow them down? You can't stop them, but try to slow them down and have them win through Durant. Is your game plan a little bit different? Do you just let them do their thing and just hope that they have a off night? Then you got to think about Joe Harris, who's playing ridiculous right now. So there's just all these different factors that come into play with the Nets. And it will be a fun series to watch, but I still think the Nets will win. I'll, I'll say how many games on my Instagram at notassesco underscore podcast, and you guys can check that out. But I'm still going to go with the Nets. Boston and the Nets. Kind of knew that Boston was going to lose. That was really not a surprise there. However, there was a surprise with Danny Ainge stepping down and Brad Stevens is taking over the GM. I'm not going to hate on him. Just going to, it's just a little, it's a weird move. I think wasn't really expected. I don't think anybody was expecting that, but we'll see what happens. I do think that they need to make a few changes. I don't think the Kimball Walker thing is working out. That's just my opinion. I just, I don't think it's working out, um, but they're going to make, I think they need to make some moves as well, just to get a little bit better. Doncic, mm-hmm. changing of the guard. He's letting people know that he's here. No matter what happens this series, I think Dallas is going to be a team to watch. I do think that they're going to need to make an adjustment. Porzingis may need to leave or they need to add another person, but Porzingis is kind of like Anthony Davis. You know, he's constantly hurt. Can't be beneficial to your superstar if you're constantly hurt. I think the series was over as soon as the Clippers won game six. Dallas had a perfect opportunity to win and just then close out the game. Kawhi decided that he was tired of dragging the series along and started playing like the superstar that everybody knows that he is. And the Clippers took game seven. They actually finished the game strong and took a little longer than what I expected. I thought they were going to be done by six, but took them extra game. There has been some talks like how can the Clippers move forward when the Dallas Mavericks took them to seven games. Um, I've been saying all season that I don't really think that they're a fully legit team. And the way that they played this first series kind of proved that. But I think that they have the easier road to the Western Conference Finals, at least. Utah is very inconsistent, and sometimes I feel like they play down to their opponent instead of playing to their max potential. I think the series is going to go longer than what any of us expect, but I think the Clippers have the better chance of pulling out the win than the Utah Jazz. I think that the Clippers maybe got their confidence up a little bit and now they have the better opportunity to win. But if they continue to play it the way they did during the Dallas series, then the Jazz would definitely take the series. So if they're going to pretend like they're superstars and an A-list team or a championship team, then they need to go ahead and make sure that they play like one. Otherwise, this series get away from them and they won't they may not have the ability to come back like they did against Dallas let's talk about the very last series (laughs) oh I have no idea who's coming out of the west now the Phoenix Suns dethroned the champions I kind of figured that they were gonna lose when but yeah when they lost game five by 30 I was like oh this is a they're not gonna win LeBron had the he was moving slowly this playoff he looked tired and it just didn't look like he was gonna be able to carry the team the way that he usually does it kind of looked like you know he's a player playing in his 17th year I think AD reminded everybody why you're really hesitant to pick him because he's very injury prone he needs to eat some meat and somebody needs to get him some milk for real. I don't understand if it's because he's so tall. I was listening to um, 
this conversation on Clubhouse and they were talking about how he had grew like so many inches <laughs> from one from one summer and like his body maybe never really adjusted. Like he was like he was like six two and then wound up going to be six ten or something like that. So I mean like it was like a huge growth spurt and they just don't think that his a body has adjusted or or that he's been able to work well with his own body because he's constantly getting injured. And I don't know if it's a thing where you need to change your eating habits, if you need to exercise size less or if you need to build up muscle I it's just one of those things where it's happened so many times you would think that he has different things to keep from getting injured and it's just not working out for him so I don't know I definitely think that there's gonna be some changes I think Shaq said it best there was no one that stepped up for the Lakers and that's why they lost Simple as that. The Phoenix Suns wanted it more. They play like they wanted it more. And Devin Booker is here to make a statement that it is time for the passing of the guard and that he is the future of this league. He played He played his butt off. Even with Chris Paul getting hurt, I was like, oh man, when, when Chris Paul got hurt, I thought that they were really going to lose it for sure within the next couple of games. But, you know, he held his team together and he became that leader. He's putting people on notice as well, just like Trey Young. It is definitely a passing of the guard with these new players. Um, I just read recently that this is like the first playoff since 2010, I think. You don't have LeBron or Steph Curry in the playoffs. Crazy. These two for a decade have been causing problems. But I'm excited. I'm really excited to see what happens. I have no idea who's coming out of the West now. I, it's open It's open game right now. You got out the person that you, you have to beat. <laughs> in order to get to a championship, which was LeBron James. So now it's like all bets are off. Nuggets and Suns. If you look at what the Nuggets just did with the Blazers, you know, you had Damian Lillard. So let's just say Damian Lillard is Devin Booker in this case for the Suns. And, you know, you saw what they did with that one score. But then you got to factor in if you can get a healthy Chris Paul back, he control the pace of the game. You have Crowder, you have, you have DeAndre Ayton. I don't know. I think this series may go seven. It'll be fun if it did. Um, will Michael Porter Jr. step up? What would Aaron Gordon do? Austin Rivers had a really great series against the Blazers. So that's going to be something to watch on his end. Monte Morris has been playing well. So they got a squad. Nuggets got a squad. I think Phoenix may edge them out because I think that pace is going to be important with this series. And I think Chris Paul, if he's healthy, is going to be is going to do a very good job of controlling the pace. And I think that certain people cancel out each other, like Jay Crowder, um, Aaron Gordon can kind of cancel out each other. I think the type of defense Aiton plays against Joker, it may be a difference difference maker. So I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns winning the series. And like I said before, I'll put what I think the games are going to be uh, on Instagram at notastatusquo.podcast. Just real quick, we do have a Twitter now. It's at notastatusquo. So make sure you go and follow us on Twitter. That's pretty much it. Enjoy the NBA playoffs. I'm looking forward to the second round. I hope that there's a lot more fun series and they go longer and we get a seven game series here and there and we get a little bit more shockers. Let me know what you guys think of the NBA playoffs by leaving a comment. And as always, if you like this episode, make sure you like and share. Until next time, have a great day, and I'll see you on another episode of Not A Status Quo Podcast. Peace.